Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Kat Napsok, and we are here for another edition of Star Wars Rank. Me and an esteemed colleague ranking things in Star Wars. And today it's my esteemed co-host, co-creator, and friend, Joseph Scrimshaw. How are you? Welcome back to Star Wars Ranked. I'm so happy to be considered esteemed. I like being esteemed. <laughs> now, did I say esteemed or esteemed? Like esteemed Scrimshaw served with a side of rice. Uh, for <laughs> just a second, I thought it was going to be a, a Simpsons reference of, we have a steamed ham, a esteemed colleague, esteemed. <laughs> if, you, if you lean on the e-steamed so much, it sounds like you're trying to do some sort of new internet business in 1999. Yeah, but these are e-steamed, so you really want to check it out. We steam your jacket electronically. <laughs> um, that's okay. We were talking about the Comores Report, uh, the Malevolence Arc, and I swear in that uh, first uh, episode, Count Dooku says genital grievous. So it's <laughs> all over in Star Wars. We well, have a he needed to be punished. Yes, uh, we have a very we're joking, having some fun here, getting our rhythm. But we have a very, very special Star Wars rank today. This one is uh, close to our hearts, close to the fans of Star Wars fans everywhere. This is 
the best Princess General Leia of Alderaan moments in Star Wars. We're focusing on quotes, but going into sequences and uh, and moments as well, because sometimes no words are said, and Leia has an impact. We're going into those today. Joseph, we had a lot of fun ranking Palpatine's moments, the embodiment of evil in Star Wars. So you and I were kind of like, what if we, uh, what if we went to the embodiment of good in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice, a little bit of balance in a good way. Yeah, Princess Leia, always a princess to me, but always and forever a general as well. Without a doubt, so many words have been said about the legacy of Leia, the legacy of Carrie Fisher. We've said them here in Force Center. We'll continue to say them even after this episode. But to actually sit and focus on her words and her actions, Joseph, that was, as we always say, hard, hard for us to do with Palpatine one. And we had a lot of things on the cutting room floor that we didn't get to talk about. Leia was an, an emotional challenge for me, Joseph. What about you? Yeah, absolutely. It was it was incredibly difficult just because the sheer volume of moments that I want to share and the sheer volume of great content uh, uh, from Leia in the original trilogy, the sequel trilogy, and all of the great books and comics that she's been featured in, particularly lately. So it was difficult from just the absolute amount of quality Leia moments. They're also just like... Um, there are so many Leia moments where she is proactive. And then there are also other amazing moments where Leia is really there, but kind of mm. contributing to somebody else's story or that somebody is talking about Leia. So that was an emotional thing for me too, of like, I'm centering Leia in this list. I want this to be mm. moments where Leia made a choice where Leia did an action where it was about Leia's, you know, internal life as well mm. as a moment where she was, you know, being a, a symbol or, or supporting somebody else in their journey and that kind of thing. So that was really interesting to me too. Yeah, that's gosh, that's, uh, that's, that's really great. And, and, and obviously I have sneaked a peek at your list and that, 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 that uh, even adds more power to your list. So uh, we, we will dive right in. I was going to maybe talk about our journey with Leia, but you know, it's like we we're going to keep talking about Leia long <laughs> after this. So I want to get right to the list here and rankings. What we do here, work five to one, We'll throw in some honorable mentions as well because, oh, yeah, there's a lot of things that wanted to talk about, wanted to put on the list, but it's not a top 15. It's a top five. <laughs> so let's begin, Joseph, with your number five. Yeah, so I will say about my list that one of the things that was fun about putting it together was really looking at not just my favorite moments because they're so spread out over time, having grown up with the original trilogy and growing up with certain moments and then, you know, really uh, analyzing the sequel trilogy a lot, doing uh, Force Center and really focusing on meanings of, of uh, uh, the meaning of moments in Leia in the sequel trilogy. But I was really fascinated to try to put them all together and think about how they combine now how how do the moments uh, all talk to one another now that the uh this entire arc is told and many more leia stories uh to come so i wanted to start my list with uh something that ha i've lived with for a long time uh and that means going back to the original trilogy so my number five is uh save our skin someone has to save our skins it's a quote it's an action. It is a great moment of Leia. We get introduced to so many ideas of Leia right away in A New Hope. We get to see that she is a rebel, that she is uh, involved in the Imperial Senate, uh, that she is a princess in the stereotypical idea that does need to be rescued, uh, that does actually animate the plot. She asks for uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's help, and, you know, Ben and Luke go, uh, among other things, 
to uh, eventually rescue her, to help her on her quest. Uh, and then we get all sorts of just strength and power where she is pushing back. She's fighting for herself. She is that trope of the princess who needs to be saved. But then she's not. And this is that one of those moments where that really, really pops, where uh, Luke and Han have this great bravado. Luke has that sincerity of like, she's here. She has to be rescued. Han's kind of gruff and grumpy. Doesn't really want to uh, go along with it. And then he does. And then they end up like literally like <laughs> she says, you came in here to rescue me and you have no plan of getting out. <laughs> uh, so there is the taking over in an intellectual way of like, Clearly, she knows something about the station and the construction that they don't like. She clearly has knowledge. <laughs> so it's not just like I'm going to punch someone. It's she has knowledge. And that's always been a part of the power of the character that she is the holder of all this institutional knowledge as a as a politician and, uh, and a rebel leader. Uh, so you get that and you just get the really, really literal power of. Yep. There are elements of the Leia character in A New Hope that are a princess that is being uh, rescued or at least assisted. And then that really gets turned on, it head, on its head when she literally takes the plaster from Luke, just <laughs> takes it from his hands and says, uh, "This somebody has to save our skins. Uh, does the fire, then, you know, into the garbage chute, Flyboy is just a great line. Oh, and then the, the toss the blaster back to Han and no fear, no... Uh, you know, just kind of poking her head and seeing what's in. She's utterly confident that they need a way out. This is the way out. I'm moving forward. We'll deal with whatever's next later. And she has right away saved some skins. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a great start to the list because other than just such an iconic moment, the garbage shoe flyboy line, of course, uh, put that on T-shirts everywhere. But I love that you chose this one, Joseph. And here's why. I, I'm guessing this is going to come up a lot because of, of what you've put into your list and then what is just naturally there. And some of my choices as well, because now we have the story's not done in terms of, I'm sure we could get some other Leia material. I hope we do obviously, but now that the Skywalker saga and all the stuff's complete to look back, man, think about it. I try not to get negative, but you know what? Carrie Fisher would probably say, no, go for it. Attack them. Uh, <laughs> I had someone online. Uh, it, it was in a chat room and they posted like, uh, you know, uh, can Last Jedi's, it's okay. It just, it connects to nothing else in Star Wars. <laughs> and I was really mad at them. Uh, but here's an example of why that's so wrong. Uh, going back to Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, uh, Last Jedi, doesn't matter, the sequel trilogy. This is Leia. Somebody's got to save our skins. Who's the one standing up going, hey, New Republic, there's an army forming out there. There's stuff going on. You don't want to do anything? Fine. Somebody's got to save our skins, and that's going to be me. Yeah. It's the emotional canon we love here at Force Center, but that, that inspires me to hear it again and to hear that line that I've grown up with and now have a new context to it. It moves me on another level. Yeah, yeah. And it, I think there's – I've never, you know – literally connected it to the resistance but because it's just like the spirit of leia but but thinking of it as her saying somebody has to save her skin so i'll start a whole resistance and then the other thing i like about this moment is like yep we don't know what's ahead of us it's not perfect it's rocky i don't have a whole essay of our exact plan but moving forward is a plan in sitting here in this hallway isn't a plan so get out of my way i'm moving forward yeah and that's that's such a life lesson right yeah, on a small scale, on a big scale, on an election level, whatever you want to say, <laughs> let's just move forward is a powerful, powerful choice. And she's all about that. And and we're introduced. This is our introduction to her. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I get earlier stuff in New Hope, but to me, this is like the big boom. This is who Leia is. Yeah, absolutely. There's all sorts of other great moments and in, in, in beats of utter strength and defiance and humor from Leia earlier in A New Hope. But I just feel like this is, for me, this moment where a bunch of things come together. The the humor and the delivery that really sounds like, that's Carrie Fisher. That's the spirit of Leia. Like, come on, you idiots. Let's go. Uh, you know, is so uh, what Carrie Fisher brought to the character as well as Lucas and everyone else involved you know, writing, directing mm-hmm. this moment and and giving this uh, this mm-hmm. uh, twist on the idea of the princess to her. There's just so much, uh, in, including that institutional knowledge of like, but I know what's under there <laughs> and, and you boys yeah. don't. Uh, there's so much in this. So that's why I picked this one from A New Hope to kick us off. Oh, it's a great list. And I, I don't want to, we'll be here for 12 hours if I don't shut up at some point. But what I love too is, I, and 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 looking back and what, looking at interviews with Carrie Fisher from that time period, and I the the Mike Nichols show, uh, one is fascinating. Summer of seventy seven, and you know she is a nineteen twenty year old uh, woman on on a, on a press tour, the daughter of Eddie Fisher, and and um, you know uh, Debbie, Debbie Reynolds, Reynolds, yeah, yeah, and it's just like she's she's got to play the game, but you see the you see some of the interviews where she's a little you know, exasperated or anything. I think who Carrie was, she was allowed to say it easier at this point through Leia later on in life. She no longer, those kind of shackles are no, no, not on her as clearly. No, (laughs) but I think, you know, in these scenes you you say, yes, yes. There's a lot of choices made by George and, and, and ghostwriters to come in and help and everything, but it's Carrie. That's why he hired her. And this scene that you got to imagine her is like, this is, she's probably like, this is, this is the monologue in my head all the time. I just, I'm not allowed to say it yet, but I'm going to, I'm going to get through that ceiling. But for right now, it's this scene and I get to express myself through it. I, I, that's my interpretation of it. Maybe there's, you know, another thought on it, but I I love it. It's great. No, no, I agree. I could, I imagine her talking to her other friends, uh, Miguel Ferreira. She grew up friends with a great actor, (laughs) Miguel Ferreira. I can imagine her talking to him like this. (laughs) Uh, great start to our list. Already inspiring. Great conversation. Go to my number five, and it is I'm going to a comic book. That's right. Oh, start to dig deep with little references. Uh, all right, aren't we smart? Push my glasses up on my face. Uh, Poe Dameron comic issue number 14. I have talked about this. I've written about this. I've barfed in the microphones about this uh, issue. The Poe comic line you and I, Joseph, have talked about. It's, it's a really great comic line deserves some uh, second looks and deep dives maybe one day we'll get there on force center uh welcome to the comic report the poe dameron reread but in that issue that's the one that deals heavily it is it is post story he uh lulo uh, lampard dies uh it is uh, him having to say goodbye to that poe having to say goodbye to someone important to him important to the resistance and he's not yet a leader so it's between that force awakens last jedi phase and this is the first real indication of what was to come in the last jedi we get it very powerful here, but also this is one of the first things, Leia things that kind of followed Carrie Fisher's actual passing. Uh, this issue comes out; it's in fresh in our minds. The art is so great; it really looks like Carrie Fisher. Obviously, not just because she's Leia, but just like it pops off the page because it's so vibrant, because it's so fresh in our mind of what just losing her and uh, in, in trying to explain to Poe some things and why she she he, she needs him to step up and not just be the the pilot and not be the ace is uh she says this great line i'm sorry to say probably sooner than we'd like i'll be luminous and for me uh it just it's always just been comforting it's been uh, you know reading it at the time it was like kind of took your breath away it's important to the story she's also talking about the resistance and and she says in this 
panel in, in, in these panels, she says like, you know, rebels, we, we kind of had years to fight. We had a long time to do this. I don't know if we'll have that time with the resistance. We, we are fledgling more than in the rebellion was. And, and then that's when it goes to that sequence. And it's just a great shot. It, it, it breaks up the line and, and all be luminous is on one kind of little panel. And man, it's, it, 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 it pulls on the heartstrings. It kind of uh, braced you for a little impact. Again, we didn't know what was going to come in last Jedi. We didn't know if they were going to, have uh, Leia die in that movie. We, 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 but it just kind of braced for impact in a soft, warm, inspiring way. And, and it always just stands out to me as a great Leia moment. Yeah. I, I remember being impacted by that line. Um, I was just reading the, the Poe Dameron comic probably like a year ago and just really enjoying it. And it was just like, I'm getting caught up on comics. There's no discussion between you and I or Jennifer uh, at the time to review Poe Dameron. And I was like, all right, I got to take some notes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I remember for myself, and that was one of the one of the uh, moments that I I wrote down so I would uh, remember it. Um, and I didn't uh, I, I didn't have the context that that you just gave me that it was an issue that came out um, shortly after Carrie Fisher's actual passing, which makes it all the more powerful. But I love everything you're saying. I I love the context of this story of this part of Leia's life. That yeah, the Empire. They had years to build up. They knew the threat intimately, you know, and the resistance in this era is still a lot of it is, you know, spy runs trying to figure out exactly how much power does the First Order have? Exactly what are they facing? So that uh, that doubt uh, is great. But the just the phrasing of uh, the knowledge of I want to build up to having other leaders. And I've identified Poe as uh, somebody who could be a leader. Um but the using the word luminous, you know, it, there's again, I can just hear Carrie Fisher in that it is gr- great because it does have an air of comedy. It does have an air of isn't it fun to talk about something as hard as death in such a fanciful way. But then it also does have such meaning in Star Wars and does have such meaning in uh, Leia's understanding of the force uh, that, you know, she didn't entirely choose that path but now we know from her story that she understands that path and that she probably does hope to be luminous but it's also just kind of a a bittersweet and fun and playful way to say i won't always be here you know yeah yeah no it's yeah it's a little moment it's why you know i love what i love i love how you describe like reading the comics and being like oh god I'm not even reviewing this, but I got to make a note. <laughs> it's, it's so true. And I, I sometimes, you know, in, in listing some of this stuff, you and I talk about, like, there's so many things in the books we could probably just fill, fill out this list with, but it's like you read and your mind's overwhelmed and, you know, I'm worried about what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. I can't remember some specific line from uh, aftermath, you know, and, and, but this one, you didn't, it just, it just reached out and grabbed all of us. And, and that was, the, that's the power of it. Yeah. Great there pick. Good start. We're off to a good start here. Though, again, I've never had a Star Wars ranked where I've said, man, Joseph, you really thank that joint. Um, maybe one day. Uh, we're up to uh, your number four. My number four is uh, is something that uh, means a lot to me. I know that there are some fans out there who are maybe still not on board with it, but boy, I am. And that is Leia's flight back to the Radis in The Last Jedi. Um There's a lot to me that is meaningful about it. Uh, Just on the most surface level, that first time of seeing Leia 
actually engage with the force and use it. And we got so much more uh, of a complete story of Leia's relationship to the force mm -hmm. and to being a Jedi and to being, you know, the heir of the Skywalker power, one of the heirs of the Skywalker power, one of the hopes, all that stuff, uh, I think paid off a lot in the rise of Skywalker. But particularly when I first saw that moment, that did feel like a connection back to all these thoughts I've had for so long about, you know, there is another and it's Leia. Um, and for seeing her use the force, because it was one of the things that I had wanted of like in the sequel trilogy, like I'd love to see her use the force, but I want it to be in a way that makes sense for Leia. And this is such a Leia using the force way because it is so tied into her character of the way it's shot and directed for me. She makes that connection with Kylo, uh, with Ben, uh, and it, it so evokes other times that we've seen her connect with Luke. So we know that this is an intimate, you know, emotional connection. They are sensing each other. Uh, it even kind of has some, I think, visual poetry with the way Vader and Luke are sensing one another at the end of Empire as they're escaping on the Falcon. Uh, so to start with that, okay, I, I, I am near, emotionally near my son. I, I know how how dangerous this situation is. And coming off of everything with Poe and her desire to have, you know, not not uh, dead heroes, but more leaders, just knowing that this is all about Leia needing to survive because she is not ready to be luminous. The the galaxy is not ready for her to be gone. And I love that it is it does look like she steals herself for just a second. This absolutely horrific thing happens and then we see her eyes open and just the hand reach out. And the way the hand reaches out is just, I am not done yet. Mm. <laughs> and the way it, uh, it is shot that, that she flies back, she disrupts uh, the hologram of the supremacy in exactly the way it's eventually going to be split, which I think is a, a great little foreshadowing. But just the fact that it is a hand forward, it's just such a reminder of the, light side of the force being about hope and survival uh, mm. and the hope for being able to go on and make a difference. It's so Leia for her to use that the force that way of, I don't actively use the force uh, often. I know it's in me, but this is the moment where it is maybe a choice or maybe just the utter instinct of her soul of who she is, of I am not done making a difference yet. I am not done passing on what I have learned. Uh, if you then tie it to the Rise of Skywalker storytelling, you know, maybe she knows that can't possibly be the end of her journey because she knows she has some sort of rendezvous with her son at the end of her own journey, uh, all those things. And to me, it's just beautiful. And with her theme, her theme is so hopeful, so resilient, uh, that's who Leia is. It's just a, a hand reaching out saying, nope, nope, not yet. I'm not done. I have things to do. Um, so to me, it's very beautiful. I know it doesn't work for some people, but it absolutely works for me. Yeah. The, uh, by the way, chances of uh, me crying at one point in this episode are high. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So let's, I'll, I'll go right to the, you know, the Leia Poppins, whatever that is. You know, I sat in the theater the first time and went like, oh, Okay. That one little second looked a little weird to me. I guess. So I, I can hear people saying that. 
um, I, I would beg of you to not stop there. Right. And that's kind of one of the force center themes Force center. We beg of you not to stop <laughs> because of what else is presented and what is there. And I love talking to Mark Riley about this moment. Mark um, uh, loves this moment. It's one of his favorite moments in Star Wars. And we talk uh, about it on, on either whether it's on his show or off air. We've uh, this is literally one of his favorite moments because, you know, Joseph is like you and I grew up. A lot of people grew up waiting to see Leia in action. Right. And, and I'll say when Force Awakens comes back, it's like, all right, she's a general. She's a leader that. That tracks for the character of Leia, but you know, no lightsaber, nothing like that. And 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 I, I can understand those questions. Uh, I think there was probably some limitations, and you know, Carrie Fisher's being like, "I'm going to put a lightsaber in my head." Like, come on! I, I don't <laughs> but we don't know those stories. I'm not saying that that's the truth. What you just described, sir, is why it is such a powerful decision, and how Ryan, I really think, found it. What would, would, would I? Would Leia igniting a lightsaber and bringing a Star Destroyer down be the fo- the, the the moment of the Force that we finally wanted to see? You know, you know, you know what I mean? Is, yeah. Is, would that have worked? I mean, I guess it would have been cool. Yeah, right. It would have cheered, but that ain't that ain't consistent with what Leia is and what she represents and what you're you're describing in this moment. What the moment is there for? It is a survival. It is the will to keep going forward. It is she's got to stay alive for Ray. She's got to stay alive for her son. She's got to stay alive for her cause. This cause, this rebellion, this resistance, which has always been her story, is you know George said said that even back in New Hope uh, era. So it just it's it's truly represent, representative of what she brings to the story and what she represents and the hand and the hand reach in the window. So it's not this powerful. I am Jedi and kneel before my power. You know, it's not that video game moment. It is more important. It is the heart of the force. It is, uh, it's almost as the force is saying attack. No, we're defend and, and uh, knowledge. And she uses all that in the moment there. Anyways. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think you move, move by it. Yeah. I think you're, you're doing a, a great job of uh, celebrating and highlighting. I think uh, what I wanted to say, which, which I think is just that, the mood of it is just that the power of the light is to say no to the darkness. And everything about the First Order in this moment is just destructive and just like, yeah, kill them all, blow them up, death, death, death. And the power of light to just peacefully go, no, I'm not done yet. I've got things to do. Thanks, though. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I want to ask you, I'm sure we've talked about this at some point, but to the actual, the very first time you see The Last Jedi, right? Now, by, by this time, we we know Carrie, unfortunately, has passed. We don't know what they're going to do. There was no part of me that thought they would have cut the movie up uh, to the point where her on the bridge is her final scene, right? There was no, you know, I can understand. Akbar's gone. Rest in peace, uh, fish man. We'll see you down the line, right? I get it. But Leia, I, in my heart or in my brain, I was like, "There's that can't be it. But there was enough tension, real world fandom tension of like, what are they going to do with this character? That in that moment, I thought, oh, are they going to find, is that somehow connected? You know, is, it, is this, is this the moment? So when they, they cut back to her in space and the music starts playing and it's angelic and the hand, I went, oh, you know, that's where it hit me. You know, that's where I was like, oh yeah, no, not only is she not going on, this is, this is Leia using the force in a way we've never seen before on a level we've never seen before. And that that's where it really starts pulling me in. So anyways, great moment. I don't know. what Did you have that thought? That's where I was going with it. That's right. I had a question. 
I got lost in the moment. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think that was the, the great thing about what is different uh, about The Last Jedi is particularly on that uh, first viewing, there are enough different choices about the way it moved and the tone um, that have all, for me, have all kind of quieted down. But on that first viewing, it really did feel like anything could happen in this great way. And we had seen that shot uh, in the trailer of Kylo, you know, maybe considering firing. And I think that's part of what it is, is like the emotional relief of going through that trailer and going, Kylo is not just going to fire, is he right? Uh, and you, So you have that great bit of hope, which is one of the moments that really pays off in the rise of Skywalker. Uh, so you, I hadn't really recovered from that tension of like, oh, good, Kylo didn't do it. That's what I expected. Wait, holy bleep. <laughs> Somebody did fire on the bridge and lay us out in space. And how could, no, this isn't, ah, 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 you know. Yeah. And, and I think maybe if anything, if I was capable of any rational thought, I was like, don't, you know, her, 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 yeah. if Leia dies, it has to be meaningful. Um, so, mm. you know, it was just, uh, mm. it was just so, um, a, a huge moment for me in the theater. I think I definitely got teary and was just yeah. uh, emotionally affected by it in the best way. I've never been more angry at, at TIE fighter pilots, by the way. <laughs> right? Yeah. Last uh, time I buy your action figure. <laughs> yeah. Quit doing your evil job. Um, all right. That's a great. I mean, welcome to hour seven of Star Wars. Rain. <laughs> uh, my number four is from The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, a moment where the actual line is said, um, where we're looking at Ray's face. We don't we don't see Leia's face, but we hear it, uh, and it is Ray. Never be afraid of who you are. This is kind of uh, Ray's final moments with Leia. As it turns out, she's getting on out of here, uh, getting on the big mission, and Leia is sending her off. And you know, the rise of Skywalker did every moment with Leia that they used. Did it hit? You know, was it a perfect use of it? I think it was damn well close, considering what they were up against and the decision to do this. Just from the technical side, just from going, what do we have? I was thinking about this today. Never underestimate a droid. They have that line, and they were able to pay off that line with Dio and Ray, and you know the importance of don't underestimate Dio. He knows the way to the Sith world. Like, <laughs> and for them to be like, okay, we have that line. What can we do with it? To me, shows that this is overall just a big success. So, uh, you know, that said, this this moment is is powerful. It's powerful uh, because Leia, the mentor, Leia, the master, the Jedi master, teaching Ray all those kind of things we kind of got to see with her. What it does mean for Ray, it does mean this is a maybe a, a lesson for Ray moment more than a, a Leia moment. But I think it comes from her, and it's the knowledge that Leia passes on the, the, the never be afraid of who you are. Leia had to learn that, uh, including uh, I'm an Imperial Senator, but you know what? In my heart, I'm a rebel and in my heart, I want to help people. That's who I am. I'm not going to be afraid of that. And I'm not going to carry that theme up uh, all the way through. And uh, not that Leia didn't have real struggles, but look at Carrie Fisher. This is a line that probably means a lot for her. Never be afraid of who you are. Uh, the, the legacy of, Carrie also goes into her struggles and how she owned it as best she could, owned up to it as best she could and talked about it. And therefore that became an inspiration. And that was who she was. And, and the lesson is never be afraid of who you are, good and bad, like learn, learn past it, uh, grow, fight and, and, and not be afraid of all of those things. And, and that was Carrie Fisher. So that a lot of real world stuff in this moment. And then what it does mean for Ray, who is about to learn she's a Palpatine. And that might be what she is, but not who she is. Mm. She has to learn to be, like Leia said, not afraid of who she is and make that choice to follow that path and not be lost in the what. And that's why this moment 
in story, out of story. I think it it could get overlooked because it's a in the last movie. It's a it's a moment where we we know they had to put together technically. Um, I think it works and it and it hits for me uh, more than I even expected coming out of that movie. Yeah, yeah, we had seen that great hug in the trailer, and mm-hmm. the, just the the warmth of emotion between uh, Ray, who's somebody who's looked for uh, belonging and has lost, you know, two potential father figures in Luke and Han, and then has had this rich um, maternal figure and a a Jedi Master to guide her. And there's just so many great layers to that. Uh, but y- you're right, the specifically line, uh, you know, Ray, never be afraid of who you are is so powerful because it is about the connection between these two characters and what they have gone through and what they have experienced. That would be great wisdom if uh, Leia just gave it because she knew that Ray needed that wisdom. But you're right that that wisdom comes so much from the legacy of who Leia is, not only the legacy of I have all of these labels and, I, you know, I inherited uh, the through uh, adoption and, and through my family on Alderaan, this inheritance of being the princess and being royalty of Alderaan. I, then I inherited actually being, you know, descended of uh, a political dynasty uh, from Naboo with a royal title. Uh, but more importantly, I had to wrestle with this legacy of uh, my father did horrible, horrible things. And, and along with that came this legacy of this power that I'm supposed to understand and grapple with. And, uh, my son had to understand and grapple with, and I didn't guide him enough for that. So it has all these like, Hey, look, there are all these labels and shouldn't be afraid of them because they are yours to manage. But for me, it even has this like deeper meaning of Leia just saying, Ray, I see who you are. Yeah. You've got some anger because you've been through some horrible, horrible things. And, you didn't inherit that anger. Uh, you you were abandoned as a child and you had to fight to survive and you've lost a lot of people. Uh, you have every right to be angry. But I also see that's not the, you know, in the totality of who you are. Mm-hmm. But despite all that, your first instinct is to lead with kindness and to help people and to literally offer a hand. And I feel like in this really compact way, Leia's saying, like, I know you're going to have to face all these things that I didn't quite have time to prepare you for, but nestled in this one loving sentence is a lot of guidance. Mm. A lot of guidance, indeed. Life according to Leia. <laughs> we get that book from Lucasfilm. There we go. Uh, thanks for that great additional insight into why I just love that scene. I, I love that the, these are your labels, but they're yours to manage is, is uh, pretty powerful as well. So uh, we are going to move on only because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're up to, uh, what are we? Oh, your number three, sir. Yes, my number three. We are jumping back to the original trilogy, and it's I love you, I know. Both those lines, but when they are said by Leo Organa. Um, In Empire, we talk uh, a lot about the I love you, I know, the uh, great history of uh, of Harrison Ford and uh, and the director, you know, searching for, you know, what is the right response. But I think in that, we should also take the time to celebrate Leia's I love you. I think in the original trilogy, Leia is generally a steadfast character. Uh, She, there's a million amazing things about her in A New Hope, but she is on a mission and she continues her mission uh, throughout the film. You know, even though she goes through great trauma, um, it doesn't change her. Uh, She just, she keeps marching forward on her mission. 
Um, and I think she's kind of in the same place in Return of the Jedi. She gets this new information about her lineage and about her relationship with Luke, uh, but she processes it. Empire is, I think, the film in the original trilogy where she is challenged and she changes. Mm. And it, the stasis at the beginning of the movie is Leia is a leader and a rebel and, uh, you know, a, a regal person who does not have time for emotions. And if she did, they would be for a nice guy. She could not be possibly be attracted to this scoundrel. And you get the sense that, and this has been elaborated on in books in a great way, but I think you can get it just from Empire Strikes Back. There's this fear of vulnerability of will I be able to keep doing all the incredibly difficult things I need to do as a leader if I open up my emotions to this this person so when she blurts out i love you it's easy to take as yeah there's a, a romance uh, subplot in empire strikes back and it's flown along and something bad's gonna happen to han but that's a significant moment for her that takes a different kind of strength than we've seen her display this is utter and total emotional vulnerability it is in front of you know all these stormtroopers <laughs> Chewie and 3PO and Vader this person who's tortured and uh you know hunted her and to just say out loud uh, you know I don't know what's going to happen next with Han I don't know even know if he's going to survive this process and Carrie Fisher delivers it so well of just like the damn breaks and she takes the risks and she shouts out I love you and I think that moment by itself in Empire is really really important just for Leia even without the awesome I know Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, it, uh, uh, you know, you know, I hadn't even thought thought about it from the angle because we talked a lot about Padme and Padme feel like you know, can she allow herself to have anything normal like love and and we we know that in in society, unfortunately, time and time again, and it still pops up. There's just this um, unfortunate thing of just uh, so, sometimes a woman feels she has to choose, right? It, 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 should I? still be a CEO or should I have a kid? Well, what can I allow myself? Right. And that's, that's something. We or, try yeah. To, yeah. Or how will, how will people treat me if I, yeah. will they allow me the same range of types of being from a, mm -hmm. an efficient boss to a loving, you know, person who expresses right. their emotions? You know, will society allow me to be both? Right. And, and to boil it down to this for, for Leia to have that, that moment. And, and are we really digging into it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. We are, but this is what, Star Wars grows and Star Wars, the, the context and the power of, of what's presented is, 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 is present and, and, and is there for you to find. And I, I think, yeah, I think, I think that goes through her head. It would have to, she's still the soft angelic princess to a lot of folks. Right. Uh, I'm not saying Laura Senteca ain't a bad, but she's always royal to me. I'm sure there's a lot of like, and she's younger, right? She's younger. I'm sure there's some like, uh, I remember when you were a kid on all the <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever get to your station <laughs> you know, like, and, and i'm yeah. sure for that moment so that's why it's so powerful just even in a world real world senses she probably has denied some of this not just because it's a push and pull of the hepburn tracy romance going on which is part of the appeal of han and leia at empire for sure but just yeah to actually have that moment um when she's faced with losing him uh, and wanting to admit that uh and probably maybe thinking like that that this is the last time i'm going to see him and I need to admit this. I, I think it's really powerful, and I think I think it can can find influence and inspiration, or, or folks can find in, inspiration and influence in it outside the story too. So I, I'm glad you highlight that. I think that's yeah. really lost. 
Yeah. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. Uh, and then just quickly, because I wanted to pair them, I wanted to throw in then Leia's I Know from Return of the Jedi because I love that they do this callback. I love that it's flipped and there's all this great emotion uh, from Leia. It is in some ways, I think, the completion of her arc in Empire Strikes Back when she says, I love you. So it's great in Return of the Jedi that she gets the fun, cool, uh, I know <laughs> the the cocky one, uh, and it, it's great for Han's arc where in Return of the Jedi, where he you know now believes that people can care about him. His friends came to save him from Jabba, and that's kind of unbelievable. And now he's all in, and now he's trying his his best to open up and uh, be more uh, you know open with his emotions. He says, "I love you," and that her I know is is you know pointing it back to him, but it's all based on the like the much more kind of zippy fun. We are in a bad situation. Oh, you have a blaster. <laughs> I love you. I know. <laughs> Get out of my way so I can shoot these guys. She gets to have the fun and the zippy and the action adventure of that as well. Yeah, she gets to be smoky cool with a gun. And and I love that. I love it for him. It is, you know, it, it's almost, you know, not as maybe not as powerful, but it is. It's him. Hey, I'm sticking around and I'm in this. And I can admit, yeah, there's some great stuff for Han. We'll talk about Han some other time. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's funny. That moment, I bet if that if that comes out today, there's 59 podcasts talking about how cheesy and stupid and, and you know, what a choice to, to just bring back the same line but reverse it. Like, you know that would have been part of it. And I would have said pasha, pasha to them because it is just just a fun, fun moment. I love that you describe it. It's zippy. And Leia gets to be zippy. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. Gosh. Um this is a great character or something. Uh, we're going to number three. <laughs> we are going to Return of the Jedi a little bit earlier in this, uh, and it is Leia bonds with Wicket. Uh, Wicket comes padding along, pokes her in the side, and to Wicket into the Ewoks at this moment, the Rebels ain't no different than those Akiaki, or Akiaki, as, as, he, as he says. Um, I love her line. I'm boiling it down to a specific line. Maybe you can help me. And it's kind of set off screen. She's kind of like, I'm lost. I don't know where he is. Maybe you can help me. I I, I remember recently, you know, I did talk about this on Force Center, I do believe. And it's just not left my my mind of, again, what does that mean for the character of Leia? What does it mean for the rebellion? The Imperials have taken over this beautiful planet. And they've scared and probably done horrible things to these cute little murder bears and <laughs> into the, the trees. And here comes the rebellion. And instead of seeing them as as enemies, you got Luke and everyone playing a little different too, but you have Leia here just going the simple question. Maybe you can help me and maybe we can work together and maybe we can form a bond and maybe we have a common goal and maybe we can find a way forward. And it all begins with this moment of tenderness and this moment of compassion. And yeah, you got, you got 11 year old Warwick Davis doing the excellent head bobs like a dog and <laughs> a little treat. And it's easy to say humanoid character and little furry character. And it's a pet relationship, but it isn't, it isn't the Ewoks are fully functional you know, characters, thoughts, opinions, hopes, and dreams. And part of those are, we'd love the monsters to be off our planet, you know, and we, we, we can do that, but we might need some help. We might need some inspiration more than anything. Because uh, clearly they have the skills. They have the skills to uh, eat them troopers when they want. <laughs> but that, none of that happens to me if if Leia doesn't simply say, maybe you can help me. And 
let's find a way to work on that together. We can be friends. And it's boiled down to some simple us. Here's my helmet. Here's a treat. But then it pays off right away. Uh, brings her through the force. Go check the Forces of Destiny episode. Uh, <laughs> canon, or as even Filoni says, you know, loose uh, dream canon of, of the journey back and her getting the dress and all that great stuff. But uh, I just love a moment. I love love what it means. The turning point really begins here. Yes, Low Gray's whispering in the ear of Chirpa. Yes, 3PO's got to do his part. Uh, Luke's got to play his magic tricks. All that stuff, yes, still has to happen. And they still wanted to eat her or eat uh, uh, Han and Luke and everything when she comes out of there, you know, like, uh, you know, hey, these are my friends. <laughs> it all begins here when she hands him the little treat. Absolutely. This is a uh, a kind politician opening up uh, negotiations, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it is it's one of those little moments where you can go like, well, are the you know, what, what's the difference between the Empire and the Rebellion? They're both violent. They both kill each other. And like, well, yeah, no, the Empire, you know, would just mow the Ewoks down mm. and Leia reaches out of like, oh, you're the the beings that live here. Let me try to understand you. Let me try to express myself and, you know, be sharing and giving. I, oh, d- d- don't be scared. It's a hat. Do you want a treat? Uh, you're a little thing, aren't you? What's going on? And they immediately start working together. They take out uh, that biker scout together, right? Uh, and and he and she lets him, you know, lead her on the path. You know, there's just there's so many things in that little moment that is, you know, kind of philosophy of Star Wars of everyone matters. Uh, be open to taking a different path to get to where you need to be, all that kind of stuff. And it's all because Leia is uh, that smart. She's that kind. Yeah, and that compassion indeed. And and it's always good to pack a snack to share. (laughs) Never know (laughs) what comes into play. That's my number three. We are up to uh, your number two. For my number two, after I just said all those things about being smart and kind, uh, it is also the story of Star Wars that sometimes you must take action. (laughs) (laughs) So my number two is a moment of action. Uh, Again, going through a lot of moments in uh, in Leia's story, uh, particularly on screen, because there's so many in the books where she is proactive. Uh, There's so many uh, to choose from. There's a just actually earlier on the on with the speeder bike she's the one who just no discussion i'm getting on that speeder bike um but i think one of the big ones and and one of the ones that is uh meaningful and resonant is choking jabba mm-hmm. uh i think that is it is super important uh leo organa moment that uh obviously there is a, a ton to be said about um the whole jabba taking her prisoner jabba putting her in the bikini all that stuff. There's a lot of obviously amazing proactive stuff with her dressing up as a bounty hunter, threatening the thermal detonator, getting Han out of there, all, all sorts of great moments. But that moment where she could escape, right? She could just get out of there. Mm. But I think this is the side of Leia that is, has been raised in rebellion, who has been raised to absolutely value uh, peace and negotiation and diplomacy and then there's that moment, you know, there's so much in the, the Leia Princess of Alderaan book. There's that moment where you have tried everything and it is, you get to a moment where it is kill or be killed, right? Mm-hmm. And I think she has this proactive moment of, look, we tried to sneak Han out of here two different ways. Luke, you know, asked Jabba to stand down multiple, multiple times. Looks like Luke is out there uh, rescuing Han, hopefully, and Chewie and Lando. Uh, 
But if we all get out of here and this space slug who has been controlling this planet for decades, who has been, you know, doing horrific crime and the Jedi have had to work with him back in the day just because his, oh, yeah. you know, his hold on this uh, part of the, the galaxy could not be broken. If we walk from out of here, this criminal uh, who's hurt people for decades is always going to be after us. This is never going to end. And we tried everything else. You're not putting anyone else in a bikini ever again. Uh, yeah. Before I walk out of here, I'm taking the time to end this. Yeah, I I think Loki, it's one of my favorite things about modern Star Wars is the, not, not reframing, but refocus on Leia on uh, the beginning of Return of the Jedi as the Hut Slayer. And, yeah. And actually referring to it in a bloodline to see it kind of pay off. I, I, it's just, I just love it. I love it. And, you know, you and I were raised in the 80s. We get it. There was a different, um, you know, the legacy of, of Leia in this, in these sequences is goes into different areas. And, uh, you know, I understand it. Uh, I was there, I, I was 10 watching the movie too, or later on, but um, I love the, the, the focus on this and what it is. And her just kind of like, I, I still kind of almost, she, she has to do it to get free, right? The chain's literally on and R2 did it. I, I get all that. But like I just, in my head, spiritually, this is her going, all right, the door's open. I'm going to go, wait a minute. I'm going to go back and kill this slug. Um, so I've always loved it. I just love it. Yeah. And just like the sheer strength of it. And yeah, no, I mean, I, we, we don't need to get into all of the the history of the bikini and, and complex conversations around that. But yeah, I, I think I'm grateful for it because if she had just been in the bikini and then got rescued and that was it, it would have a different legacy. It changes the legacy that she is proactive mm -hmm. uh, to end him. Because yeah, because she could have just reached out to Artu and he could have zapped the chain and she could have been off and running, you know? Yeah. Uh, but this is a choice to say no more. <laughs> yeah. No more indeed. Uh, great choice. Love it. Goodbye, Jabba. Good riddance. <laughs> Number two for me is uh, Leia uh, a little bit later in her story, going to The Last Jedi. And another one of my favorite moments, the eyes of Leia. Not a word said in about a second and a half, I think, of this shot. Though there's a wider shot um, that just adds to it as well. But this is, of course, on crate uh, as they're, you know, waiting for uh, what ends up being Rose and Finn showing up, but they think it's the first order. She has a little communication. They're here, uh, you know, so she's out there staring in a very practical way. All right, I'm going to watch for the enemy to come. But it is shot so well. Steve Yedlin putting together just great shots uh, all through that movie, as we know. And, and the choice to just focus on Leia have her face covered by that awesome cape jacket combo, whatever it is. Uh, we were watching the other night, and Grace is like, I just would die to wear that every day of my life. Um, <laughs> and I would too, quite frankly. But the choice, just you just see her eyes, Carrie Fisher's eyes, Leia's eyes, how powerful. And I, you know, I've, I've talked about it, I've written about it all. It's one of those moments that it's just... It's one of those Ken's signature favorite moments. I just love what it means, man. Uh, we talk about her struggles and the loss of life and the, and the moments earlier, just uh, moments earlier in the film of, of saying goodbye to Holdo and her, just the sadness of Leia, like just too many losses. Her whole life, her whole life, uh, including from birth, right? From birth, mm -hmm. the losses start racking up in Leia's life. But she still goes on. You, you describe her so well as steadfast. Um, someone's got to save our skins, all those things. It is 
her rebellion. It's her resistance. And she still goes on. And I always say, always tie it to George just nailed, nailed the, nailed everything, hit a big home run with new hope. I get it. But you know, there's the, what, you know, it's a joke now, but uh, Luke just lost Ben and he's bummed. And Leia's like, cool. I just lost a planet. Here's a blanket. Like, <laughs> and from that little, maybe a little wrinkle that might be presented a little bit different if, if it was now, but from that little wrinkle in the story and wrinkle in character comes this great growth. I think it, I'm, I'm thankful for that in a way because it Leia's like, put it, put it, put it on my back, put it on my back and I'll, 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 I'll see us through. And, but this is the moment where the pain is there. The years of loss is there, but the fight's going to go on. And I just, it's, it's a, it's a second in the film. It's a second in this character's life. I want it on my wall. I don't know if there's any art available on it. Like you can buy art of, of, of beautiful stuff about Luke standing before the first order. All that there's, there's so many art pieces in this movie that need to be on my wall, but I, I need to find out if, if the eyes of Leia is available anywhere from any, any wonderful artists. Cause I, I would probably display it wherever I choose to live or work in my life going forward. So anyways, uh, I'll, I'll stop myself there. But <laughs> in a second, you get a lifetime of pain and a lifetime of purpose. And I love it. Yeah, no, uh, very, very well said. It is such a deeply affecting shot. And a part of it, again, is just full tribute to the power of Carrie Fisher. You know, this is this is kind of what an actor in an artist is, that they can just emote so much. Like some people can just say so much just with their eyes and there, there's so many moments. Um, I think we're still going to talk about some to come where just the look on her face, the look on her eyes, I don't have any other word for it, but soulful. There's just so that just like, if you ever think eyes are the windows uh, to the soul mm-hmm. is kind of cute and cliche, <laughs> take a look at Leia Organa, right? Uh, and this is one of those moments. And I think it would have been powerful if it were many different places in the movie, but the power of this moment of their waiting for that door to slam down, uh, most of her face is covered by that amazing Kate Cowell jacket. And it's just those eyes. And I think the the power that I have from it that, that you are describing is there is so much loss. And this is one of the moments uh, where Leia is at her lowest, where she has defined her journey as trying to keep the flame of hope alive. And it is really flickering. And the way that shot is composed, where it's kind of just her eyes, it's like the hope is still there, but it's just this thin band uh, at her eyes that she's keeping the hope hope alive, but it is uh, it is a struggle. Yeah. It ain't easy being a rebel. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, love it. I love it. And, and uh, yeah, low-key favorite moment, favorite tag to that is shortly after this, after Finn and Rose crashed out i I still love that leia's got a blaster oh yeah (laughs) absolutely and a big one a big one uh so that's my number two uh and uh we uh, are going to take a quick break on the other side of this break we are going to get to some honorable mentions and our number one choices for the best leia moments in star wars stick around star wars ranked Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Four Center friends, make sure you're keeping up to date on all the great content from Jennifer Landa. Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, you whippersnappers, Four Center's own Jennifer Landa continues to bring you fun, informative, and insightful laughs and moments. Also, Jennifer brings her experience and perspective as a Star Wars-loving mother to her DIY projects, blogs, and more. So be sure to head on over to JennyLanda.com. That's J-E-N-I-L-A-N-D-A.com for articles like how to make your own Darth Maul sneakers or 10 unique Star Wars baby gift ideas. Follow Jen on Twitter and Instagram at JenniferLanda and on TikTok as JenniferLanda1138. Hey, Four Center fans, don't forget, Four Center is on YouTube. Head over there to catch up with our new show, Star Wars Show and Tell. Joseph, Jennifer, Ken, and special guests sit down and share favorite items from their own Star Wars memorabilia collections. Plus, there's the In Memoriam video series, encore presentations of Databank Brawl, and special programming all there for you, and more shows on the way. It's Four Center on YouTube. Check it out. To Star Wars Rank. Me, Joseph Scrimshaw, are here to rank the best Leia moments in Star Wars. This, this, though, is was not done with scientific research and uh, studies, and it's not to be, to be considered official. It is us here at Force Center, but it's pretty darn close. Uh, I've been just having a lot of fun discussing this. No surprise, we have a lot to say and a lot of thoughts on this. Leia just uh, is a historic, uh, powerful character. For a reason, Joseph, which means also there's a ton of moments that we are not officially putting on our top five list 
that we kind of wish. What are some of your runner-ups and honorable mentions? Yeah, I had to just include one of the earliest moments with Leia in A New Hope of her uh, peeking out of hiding uh, when Leia's theme is playing, uh, takes down the Stormtrooper, uh, holding that great blaster, uh, the Defender Sporting Blaster Pistol. Uh, I always called it the uh, the Sporting Pistol because that's what it was called on her a couple of her Power of the Force action figures. And I wanted to look it up on Wikipedia. Apparently, uh, relatively recently in one of the uh, ultimate uh, visual dictionary type things, uh, that blaster, that specific uh, model, has been officially named Satine's Lament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that choice. Though I always did love that it was a sporting blaster. A sporting blaster. Yeah. Like you normally use it to, you know, hit targets at little competitions. Who knows? Uh, it's a great moment. Introduction Leia's theme. How can you not at least mention it? An honorable mention. Uh, another A New Hope uh, moment that means a lot to me because I think it is one of those lines that washed over me for years, but I think it is extremely important. It's great wisdom. Leia has many moments of uh, wisdom. It is when uh, Luke is upset that Han does not want to join the assault on the Death Star. And Leia says he's got to follow his own path. No one can choose it for him. Uh, in, in recent thoughts about all of the different ideas of Star Wars, particularly this, these ideas of fate and destiny and who has power, who doesn't, who is a chosen one, who is destined to be the hero. I think this is just such an important line where that whole third act of uh, Star Wars, uh, the original movie, you know, it, it took Luke, the great Jedi hero, uh, in order to make that shot on the Death Star. Probably no one else could have made it. All these people in Rogue One and in A New Hope had to sacrifice to make that happen. And he still wouldn't have been able to take the shot if Han, just some guy, just, you know, a, a roguish uh, smuggler kid from Corellia, hadn't made a choice to use his power and get involved. And this Leia line is important to me because it kind of lays out that theory and that philosophy that, you know, he's got to follow his own path. No one can choose it for him is just a reminder of, hey, everybody has power, even if you are not, you know, the official new hope, yeah. <laughs> the titular new hope descended from the the great, well, you know, warrior hero. Everybody has power if you choose to use it. But it's your choice and mm. nobody can force you. They can influence you, they can encourage you, they can guide you, but ultimately you have power and you get to choose whether or not you you use it. And I, I find a, a lot of the ideas of Star Wars and particularly sort of the, the democracy of power in Star Wars embedded in that bit of wisdom that Leia shares in A New Hope. So glad you picked this one. This was one that I was like edging, edging close to being like a number five or, or, or four choice for me. And then I... I, I went another direction and then I saw you wanted to bring it up as well because everything you're saying is so, so true of how it connects to so many other things in Star Wars. And it's just kind of, it's always casually been there sitting on the table. <laughs> yep. Just this great wisdom that yeah. unlocks a lot of, you know, things yeah. in Star Wars. It fuels a lot of the storytelling going forward. And, and, and we, we've been talking a lot. It just seems a lot this year when you and I have been discussing the, destiny in star wars and destiny bringing you to choices and that's really what it's about and there again there it was just sitting there it's over here hi do you want to discuss <laughs> this okay and for leia it is a great moment for the star wars story but for leia to have that in story at 19 years old she's got a lot of experiences but to have that insight you know to just be already kind of like yeah no no this is we we can't do anything naive farm boy <laughs> it's not yeah. what it's about and it's not what it's about for you uh, you, you know, and it wasn't for me. 
I could have just been a, a, a privileged daughter of, of senators, but I got wrapped up in things and, and felt I had to make a, a choice that was beyond that. Uh, and, and uh, she did. And so she knows it. And it's, and it just speaks to that world, uh, worldly wisdom that Leia already had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for, for other honorable mentions, uh, one of the other great things about Leia is just comedy. I mean, obviously yeah. Carrie Fisher was incredibly funny and she's got some great comedy lines. A couple of my favorite, uh, the, would it help if I got out and pushed from empire is absolutely great uh, and delivered really like somebody who knows how to deliver a joke <laughs> and, uh, and uh, a little bit of a poke, uh, and I love wipe that nervous expression off your face uh, to 3PO in The Last Jedi. It is both like a great funny joke in that his face can't move, but also like that she knows this droid so well. And he yeah. kind of looks at like, what, what? But you know if 3PO was going to say anything, it was going to be something about how <laughs> nervous he was. So she's like, exactly right. It's just such a great joke. And, yeah. and knowing in general that Carrie Fisher wanted to get more jokes and that Last Jedi really... Uh, deliver that for her is great. I could yeah. go on and on uh, about jokes. Uh, and well, I know plus, you've got some great moments of comedy as yeah, well. Yeah. Plus, uh, Leia, Leia and 3PO have been standing in command centers for a long time. <laughs> they know they know what's going on. Right. Like, I don't need it. I don't need it, 3PO. Don't say a damn thing. Mm-hmm. You wipe that nervous expression off your face. Um, I wanted to be sure to pick something from all the books and the uh, comics uh, because there are so many great moments. I think people have really picked up on things that do exist in the movies. Uh, it, and But then in books, really, really, let's spend a ton of time with that wisdom. Let's spend a ton of time with that steadfast leader who who needs to hold all the emotions in in order to make everything work for the galaxy and for everybody else let's spend time with that uh razor sharp wit um but also let's spend time with leia the politician Mm. and i wanted to find a moment that highlighted her as a politician uh and i went to bloodline great claudia gray novel uh that she has a speech after uh spoilers for bloodline after her lineage uh after the fact that she is the daughter of vader has been revealed and she's giving this speech not even really to defend herself or to defend Luke, but just because she needs the Senate to uh, basically do a couple of other things for her so she can finish her mission. So she's just pat- trying to patch up the damage enough uh, so that she can keep doing what she needs to do. So it's such a, a Leia thing. And she doesn't spin it. Uh, she just tries to do... This speech was like, yep, this is true. I have known it for a long time uh, that, yep, I am the daughter of Vader, uh, but I'm also the daughter of Padme Amidala. And between those two things, here's what I have made of them. Uh, Padme is absolutely a symbol of doing everything right. She resisted Palpatine's rule long before anybody else did. She was a great leader. She was a great senator. She was a champion. And I, I, I have that in me too. And Vader is a life lesson of why we must always be mindful of protecting uh, our democracy, of protecting basically, you know, the light side, because here, here is a symbol of what happens when we are not mindful enough about, you know, the light protecting us from the dark. And, for her to wrestle with all of that for herself, which is deeply personal, but then also just turn it into a speech that maybe motivates others and maybe lets her continue on her important mission is just a great political moment for Leia as well as an emotional one. Yeah. And talk about, Hey, what she is, the daughter of Vader, that ain't who she is there. There it is. The lesson she's learned too. Yeah. Bloodline. 
so many great uh, Leia things. I mean, you know, Claudia Gray writing Leia is uh, something that still needs to happen even more. Not enough. Yeah. And there's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then the final thing is just uh, Bush, 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 however you choose to pronounce it. Just that's just so cool. It's so cool. Leia dressed up as a bounty hunter, uh, being brave and, and getting things done. Yeah, it was one of my favorite moments as a kid, too. Still is, but just that detonator and just a click, click, click. I just remember, uh, like, seven-year-old in the theater being like, oh, they're all going to die. <laughs> I, I was delicious crumb in that moment. Ah, it's <laughs> Great. So those are my honorable mentions. How about you? Uh, mine, oh, you know, we, we were going to mention, too, uh, Joseph, that uh, you and I just collectively think Leia, Princess of Alderaan, is just a big honorable mention. <laughs> just yes. the whole book. Yes, there's so much great stuff with Leia in Bloodline, with uh, in Resistance Reborn, in the novelization of uh, Rise of Skywalker, uh, all sorts of great things. But man, Leia, Princess of Alderaan is just everything that Leia is, you know, and, and the formation of all of these amazing uh, traits that make up this character. And it's just, yeah, it's hard to just pick out one moment from that book. Yeah, so good, so good. Uh, some of mine uh, include uh, Empire Strikes Back, the whole... Uh, uh, get to your transports. This is uh, Leia in the command center needing to evacuate. Han shows up to get her. You get a little bit of the, uh, uh, spent, uh, you know, uh, Hepburn, Tracy, uh, Bacall, Bogey kind of uh, classic back and forth. But there's a lot in this moment. This is um, the princess being a true leader. Now, again, she she's always been a true leader. She was perhaps born with uh, those skills inside her. But uh, I always say in the real world sense, we got a lot of great things with Leia and A New Hope. And uh, things you and I have already talked about, a lot of action, helping to rescue herself there. But in the end of the film, she is with 3PO sitting in the command center. Not a lot of action, a lot of fretting, a lot of nodding, a lot of nervousness, right? Uh, so flash forward now in real time, and you're 1980, you're sitting in the theater. Now you're getting to see Leia. She's there. She is not, not in a command center, just inactively going, oh, are we going to get out of it? She's running around, giving orders and staying as the ship's going down. And that to me is just this real, just bold, vibrant choice of this is who Leia is. And, you know, she's smart enough to leave when she needs to. Uh, she's going to make sure her, her troops get out before her or with her. Uh, and I think there's a lot to that too, as well. It's value. Uh, you know, she, she finally does kind of relent and listen to Han in the moment and being a great leader also means taking good advice when it's given to you. <laughs> um, but I, I just, it always, you know, I always talk about hot Leia, hot Leia, Hot Leia is still my favorite Leia of all the Leias. It just, just there's something about her, 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 her approach, her attitude, her lines, her dialogue, the humor. It's all there for me. So anyways, I love it. Yeah, no, you're right. That is just one of the, the great moments of clear on-screen leadership uh, in the fact that she is staying there until the very end and her final command is everybody else should escape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's such great leadership and so many little moments along the way that she, she's the one who, uh, you know, recognizes the probe droid, gives the, the you know, the instructions to uh, everybody who is going to be uh, defending the shuttles, all that stuff. Great leadership on Hoth. Yeah. Two fighters against a Star Destroyer. Um, so, um, also, <laughs> from from that same day, Hothley, indeed, I, I've always loved, I don't know where you get your delusions, Laser Brain, the whole sequence, which includes the awkward kiss with uh, her brother. I get it. But even even there, I guess you don't know everything about women with Han. I, I still love that entire sequence, but going back to when I was a youngster, I just have always enjoyed, I don't know where you get your delusions, Laser Brain. <laughs> That's good for me. Um, some other little quick lines here that I love. Uh, I love in the Force Awakens. Going, you know, building on what we just been talking about in Empire specifically. Oh, they start they start bickering and bantering even in New Hope, of course. 
I love in the Force Awakens where they're having the little argument. They're they they got the Star Killer base plans, all this kind of thing, and just her just saying to Han, "Don't do that. Do what? Anything." <laughs> and they got the great reference just a second later to you know, when have you ever helped out? Don't say the Death Star. It's very realistic. It's very real world. It's a very an old couple that's been through a lot, and it just uh, it keep it keeps in line of what we saw. I just have always loved the anything. <laughs> uh, well, uh, from Last Jedi, I love Poe. Get your head out of your cockpit. It's just hilarious. <laughs> it's yeah. funny and has, has big meaning. We can discuss some other time. Final one for me and honorable mentions is uh, going into Force Awakens. That final hug moment with Han, uh, you know, you kind of got a sense, even when you saw it in the trailer, like, uh, th- this doesn't look good. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem like a lot of joys going on right now, right? But we're happy to see them back and we're happy to see the tenderness there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love the sequence and I love uh, no matter how much we fought, I've always hated watching you leave. I just that, you know, just they, they, they've got a fiery, passionate relationship and it's ups and downs. Very realistic. I have talked other places about how I actually really do love the choice that when we see them again, they're separated. The great love story has some um, realistic stuff in it. Uh, and then the final thing and you, you, Joseph, uh, this is one of the moments you, you plucked out and you put down on a table in front of me and said, uh, you know, you, you can make the choice to connect with this or not <laughs> years ago when we were talking about force awakens. And that is, if you see your son, bring him home. And that is a final, not order, but a final please Han, a final mission for Han. Uh, it's big in Han's life, but it's just so clear and, and, and plainly powerful from Leia and, and it connects a lot of things, especially now that episode nine is come and gone. And uh, it's needed, and I love it, and I just love that final sequence. Yeah, there's so much there that that's so great. Um, it, it was uh, hard for me to not put the earlier conversation between uh, Han and Leia in this list of, you know, Luke's a Jedi, you know, that you're his father, you know, in, in particular her delivery on, you know, who can make a difference to Ben? Me, you. Um, the delivery is great and it ends up feeding into this scene in Force Awakens and I think all the way through to uh, the rise of Skywalker. Uh, but in particular, the hug moment, it's always uh, made me tear up because it's just so honest and there's just such power in it uh, and just real great emotion, I think, from both of the actors. Uh, but yeah, I always do interpret it as there's so much of their Han and Leia's relationship in that of their struggle of Leia. Uh, they have this fiery passion for one another and it didn't seem like it ever cooled down mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to the point where they're still bickering, uh, you know, a couple scenes earlier as you highlighted so well. But, you know, one of the things they connect on is Leia is extremely emotional, but she really is cautious about her emotions because she doesn't want to let anybody down because uh, she thinks she needs to stay focused on being a leader and she doesn't have the luxury of emotion. And Han struggles with emotion because that he he's put up his walls of defense. And this whole thing is about her just saying, the only, you know, we've been through this. The only thing that might save our son is reaching out to him with our emotions because he's our son and we love him. And if you see him, you know, just try just believe you can do it. Believe you're his father. Believe he loves you and try. And, and you know, it's fun to have the Star Wars jokes that people are like, well, why, Han, you are walking out on a bridge with no rails to meet a guy with a lightsaber. Why are you? Come on. And it's because Leia, his wife, the love of his life, the mother of his child, pointed it out to him that that is absolutely the bravest and most important thing he could do. Mm. Yes. 
Yes, indeed. Uh, that could have been uh, easily on our list as well. <laughs> you get the official four center. Well said. Stamp of approval. Uh, yeah. Now we're going on to our number one choices. The best Leia moments in Star Wars. I'll go with my number one. So Joseph can close the show with his number one. We are going to the Empire Strikes Back. And you touched upon this so well earlier. Uh, just her connection with Kylo Ben uh, in The Last Jedi. In those moments as, as he was trying to fire upon her. And. Um, what's there, the connections between her and Luke, uh, even before they fully understood what the connection was and before she maybe fully understood the Force. Uh, going to Empire Strikes Back and her line, we've got to go back as Luke is dangling, calling to Ben, but Ben Kenobi ain't answering. <laughs> not having hot chocolate on a, on a log, he's not answering. And she, he calls to Leia. Which, by the way, is this beautiful, re, you know, it's played uh, so beautifully again in The Last Jedi. Their connection, oh, God, uh, just wonderful. But I, what I love about it, especially now, especially now that we have episode nine and you and I have been talking about Finn and his Force abilities or what what's there with Janna and what, you and I talking about the Clone Wars stuff with Yoda talking to the clones and just reminding all of us, now the Force is there. It's there. It connects all of you. You can feel it. You can sense it. Might not be able to do a flippity do lightsaber maneuver but <laughs> there for you. Ah, man, take all that and pour that into this moment where here's Leia, who, as we know, in Leia Princess of Alderaan has some moments where I got a weird kind of tingly sensation as I did a jump that seemed to be farther than I should do. And I had some things I'm perceiving that all that stuff's there in her life, but she doesn't really know it. And right here, man, she she could have said that's weird i'm ha i'm having i'm hearing voices she goes i'm nervous let's get out of here no the connection's there but she makes the choice that you talked about earlier with that line with han but she makes a choice no i'm gonna believe in this uh i am convinced that what i'm feeling is real and that connection is real and that this is not something i'm imagining and it's something we have to do we've got to go back and it saves luke I don't know what he does. You know, does Vader fly down there and collect them? I don't know. Vader probably at this point, point assumes that uh, Luke fell to his death, right? You know, so this is the end for our hero Luke, but not to Leia. And I think it connects. I do think it, it connects to even Finn telling Poe like, oh, yeah, no, no, you don't understand, you know, what's going on with Rey. Leia does, and I do. It's that kind of weird force, that feeling, the feeling of the force taking it down to a very base level. And I love it. And that moment makes me think of that, but it's just for Leia and it's a great shot. It's just one of those, talk about the eyes of Leia. It's right on her face and the realization, Carrie plays it wonderfully. It's mystical, it's magical, but it's real because she believes it's real. And I love it. Yeah. Oh, uh, very, very well said. Two well said. Three well said. Uh, all the well said. Bucket of well said. Uh, yeah, this is the moment that I just emotionally connect with in uh, The Last Jedi in that the, you know, the eyes of Leia on crate, as, as you call it. It's, it's that same just like deep, deep, soulful mm. look on her face and in her eyes. And I think the word that you use that is so important to me in this scene is belief. And if I kind of run down why that, that moment's always resonated with me and, you know, uh, watching it on VHS the hundreds of times and it just, you know, hit me like a ton of bricks and trying to understand why mm -hmm. it's because there's so much pain and angst and trauma in the Empire Strikes Back. And this is this moment of just pure belief that mm -hmm. she senses something 
and she has utter conviction in it. Mm. And she doesn't know what it is. You were saying she doesn't know what it is. She doesn't know what it means, but she absolutely knows what she has to do. And there's something that just feels like a relief uh, to me that that feeling I get is almost like when you're going through something really uh, traumatic and you reach out to someone and they believe you and they see you and they want to help you. That's the feeling when, you, when she says Luke, that she sees where he is, what he's going through, and she's going to help no matter what. And then on top of it, you just, you know, look at all of these twists and turns of, you know, for me looking at proactive moments, um, Luke went there because he could not bear the thought of trauma uh, befalling Leia and Han. Um, and she ends up being the one to save Luke is powerful in and of itself. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's, yeah, there's a lot there to, to Luke's uh, hapless journey. In <laughs> he learns a lot. He learns a lot. But I love that it's her. And, 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 and as you are talking there too, and just having these thoughts, Joseph, it's like, we know there's a bunch of fun urban legends around the behind the scenes of these movies. And w- at what point did Lucas and Kasdan or anyone determine that eh, this was going to be Luke's sister uh, and, and then there would be a natural force connection. Yoda says there is another, but then, Hey, we hear, we hear you can read a book or a long lost star log interview of maybe there was going to be another character that was Luke's sister. Da, 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 da. And those are all fun. Cause I love hearing all that stuff. And I love Lucas and his plans, which are written in pencil, but think about this moment, especially if they didn't know or hadn't made the decision to connect them as brother and sister. This is still, to me, it's almost even more powerful that this is a, quote, non-force user that's feeling this. And it says a lot about what Lucas is trying to put out there about the force and how Kirshner delivered it so well and Kasdan delivered it so well. That that even adds to the mystique of this moment. Yeah, yeah. Even without the sibling thing, uh, even without, the, you know, the revelation that Leia is the uh, another, um, mm-hmm. it is just a celebration of being flowing and organic. Right. To just uh, to call out for help. And Leia just sees it, feels it, trusts it, goes. Yeah. Goes, makes the choice to believe and go. So that is my number one moment. It was so hard. I just and I was thinking about this one today and I even started getting misty. I thinking about just the, the, the power in that moment for, for me as a, as a longtime lifetime Leia fan and what it means to the story. We've got to go back. We can't give up. But Joseph, what is your number one? Ooh, my number one, it was extremely difficult. Uh, so I have combined two moments, uh, but both of the moments to me are about what I think Leia has really come to represent to a lot of people in the Star Wars mythos. She represents so many different things and different ideas that we've talked about, but I wanted to end on hope. In uh, the moments I want to combine is one of the most uh, famous moments of Leia, which is her message uh, that she records on R2 and does everything she can to deliver to Obi-Wan Kenobi and the famous line, uh, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Mm-hmm. Probably just in pop culture, the most iconic, uh, well-known moment of Leia Organa. It is the reason for the title of the film, mm-hmm. the idea that uh, the rebellion cannot continue uh, without the assistance of the Jedi, that the Jedi are not only valuable because they're so powerful, but that they are this symbol of hope. She's going there to get Obi-Wan Kenobi, but he is the old hope, and she does not know that she is lighting the flame of the new hope 
her brother Luke Skywalker. So there's a lot going on with that uh, iconic line, even though it is just sort of famous in in and of itself and well delivered by uh, Carrie Fisher. But I wanted to pair that with a moment toward the end of Leia's journey. There's so much in The Rise of Skywalker that I love because I feel like it is the absolute fulfillment of the promise of there is another. It is the fulfillment that there isn't just one new hope. There are two new hopes. Uh, There are new hopes. And it is uh, Luke and Leia. Um, And it is the moment in The Rise of Skywalker. There's so many I could have picked. It's so cool to just see her with uh, the lightsaber. So many great moments with Rey. But it is just her calling out to her son, Ben. Just the simple one word, the act of using the force in such a powerful, in such a light way, a light side way to reach out. And just, I always interpret it as what she is doing is she is projecting herself into his very consciousness, into his very soul, into his very being, and just embracing him. And for me, that moment is all about hope. And so to me, these moments connect. Early in her journey, she is brave, she is strong, she is funny, she is a leader, she is resourceful, uh, but she is going to Obi-Wan Kenobi for help. She thinks Obi-Wan Kenobi is the hope. Then Luke becomes the hope. And over time, Leia recognizes herself as the keeper of the flame of hope. She is trying to pass it on to uh, Ray and to Poe and to Finn and to Rose and all of these uh, new generation of leaders. She knows that reaching out to Ben might be the end of her journey, that she might be about to become luminous in this moment. But there's such an act of uh, faith and hope that she puts in uh, the new leaders and the act of calling out to Ben. It's it's to me, it is sort of centering Leia of saying I am going to choose how I, you know, use my power and I'm going to use my power to reach out in hope in a situation that other people would say, look, Kylo is gone. He's been gone. He killed his father. Uh, He tried to kill Luke. Uh, You know, he might be so far gone that he's he's going to kill Ray, but she still has that little bit of hope for her son and is the power that she's right, that the only thing that really could stop Ben in his tracks is being embraced by his mother. So there's, there's so much going on in that moment for her. There's that's absolute leadership. That's faith that she has passed on what she has known. That's uh, absolute mastery of the force to project herself. And there is love of Han holding that medal. And there is just hope. Mm-hmm. So for me, while that moment is her, yes, reaching out to, to her son, there's so much of what makes Leia Leia in that final moment. And it is this great transition from one of her earliest moments in A New Hope, this great journey from uh, reaching out for the new, the hope that she thinks is Obi-Wan Kenobi to being the hope that reaches out to Ben. And help save the galaxy in the process. In fact, yeah. a lot of things Leia's done all through her year. <laughs> save the galaxy. I, I quite frankly don't have much to add onto that. You, you, you just uh, spoke some poetry there about the two moments, the beginning uh, and the end of our journey with Leia as a character um, and uh, why she resonates uh, on so many levels and, and, and to so many different spots and, and how Carrie is part of that. Uh, I'd love it. And, and, and in terms of, um, you know, and, and, and watching in some scenes and prepping for this episode, 
I stumbled onto something that I always watch. It seems like every about five months, it just, it just pops up on YouTube or I, I seek it out. And that, that is the Star Wars Celebration Orlando tribute to uh, Carrie Fisher that they put together uh, with the use of Rebel Rebel by David Bowie and everything. And it's so beautiful and it gets me crying every time. One of my favorite moments is, you know, Oscar Isaac says, you know, if you ask her, she, she has all the old lines memorized, right? Uh, <laughs> and they run through various clips of either the actual scene for the movie, some of the behind the scenes shot of her just not in hologram form, but giving the speech in, in 76. Uh, you have like uh, uh, Carrie in the 90s reciting the line in an interview. Then you have Carrie on the set of Force Awakens and she runs through the line and she's having fun with it for, for sure. But she gets to the end of it and she just changes the delivery. It's like she's playing an acoustic version of a rock song we all knew. <laughs> and, and she goes to it's real, like a real earnest, almost sad, bittersweet, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only. And when she says it, I, that's often when I just start to cry. Yeah. Get an emotional thing about it. Um, and it just, it, it just, it's Star Wars. It's her, it's the moment. And, and it's what you're describing here. And it's her at the end of the life of this character that, that has influenced so many and, and uh, man, just great choice to end the, end, end the, uh, end the list, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This is an incredibly hard list, uh, but it just felt right to, to close with uh, Leia is the hope. Leia is the hope indeed. Wow. Thank you, everyone out there listening. And I'm sure you probably have some choices to add to the list or you have your your own list uh, to get to. There's so many. There's absolutely so many. And I'm so thankful we have these Leia moments. And and we definitely hope we get uh, some others in terms of uh, books or comics or uh, who knows, a show. The possibilities potentially could be endless with this character. We're so glad she's here. Uh, Joseph, thank you so much for coming on in here. Uh, let everyone know where they can follow us. You can go to Force Center uh, on Twitter at Force Center Pod. You can like us on Instagram, uh, YouTube, our Facebook page, Force Center Podcast. You can go to tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center to get some merch. We haven't actually put the well-said t-shirt up there, but we'll work on that one day. Uh, <laughs> we got to figure out how to give it any context because that's just a weird shirt. It, to it is a weird shirt. With. It's a weird, what does that mean? It's a podcast. Oh, I don't know what you guys do. Uh, they agree with one another a lot they and they made a t-shirt about it. I prefer my shows where uh, everyone th- yells at each other. Um, <laughs> um, uh, it's a different, I don't want to ruin the vibe. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> you can support us at patreon.com slash force center. We really appreciate your support uh, through Patreon, different levels. You can get the, uh, the top tier. You can get the trading cards. Meet Joseph and Jennifer on a trading card designed by the wonderful Brian Ward. Who we do want to highlight as well, you go to tpublic.com slash user slash Brian E. Ward. That's B-R-Y-A-N. Uh, Brian just uh, suffered a tough loss. His father passed away because of uh, uh, complications related to COVID-19. And, and we're reeling for our friend Brian, who has become more than just a guy who did a great animated version of Data Bank Brawl. He designed our logos, a lot of our branding. And then we've got to know him and got to hang out with him at Celebration Chicago. He's just such a good good guy. And he's, he's had a tough loss, but I know he's... Uh, He's, uh, he's doing well as best he can, but we want to highlight his work. He's got some great shirts as well. Go to there uh, as well. Don't forget, go to audibletrial.com slash center if you want to try a free audio book on us. Get Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and take that journey if you haven't yet already. You can follow me at Kednaps. I've got a show coming up, live event. If you're listening around the time this episode's released, you might be listening years from now. The show's over. Uh, September 5th, <laughs> live comedy. No audience, but live at home. You can watch uh, from the safety of your home while me, Mark Ellis, Josh McCougan, and others do comedy from the Viper Room on the Sunset Strip. Go to markelislive.com for tickets. End of my time. Joseph, where can they find you? 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw, and then you can go to my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for lots of other comedy adventures, including a comedy album, my other podcast, Obsessed. Uh, and if you're interested, uh, I've got an album called Adventures in Voting, which is a bunch of different cool uh, comedians, artists, uh, pop culture talking people sharing the pop culture figures that inspire them to stay in the fight. Stay in the fight, indeed, just like Leia would do. Thank you for listening today. This is Force Center, and Star Wars has been ranked. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.